0: Welcome to Councilcast, a podcast produced by the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers. This is Sandy Laycox of Leaders Edge Magazine, and I'm talking with Kim Bucky, who's Vice President of Client Services at DirectPath. DirectPath works with Fortune 1,000 employers in employee engagement, healthcare compliance, and transparency. So, to start, Kim, can you give us the lay of the land and healthcare consumerism as you see it?
1: Healthcare seems to be one of the Very few things that we buy without knowing the price ahead of time. But if your doctor says you need to have knee surgery, your reaction is generally, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who, what, where, you know, never, you you never think to ask how much. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, is one of the reasons we have the, um, you know, spiraling healthcare costs that we have. Um, So, you know, certainly the more... Um, employers and, and brokers can do to help steer, um, and either provide services to their employees and, and clients, or steer them to where they can get the support they need to make those decisions. The better it is going to be for everybody. You know, we we have asked employees for so long to act like consumers and to shop around but we've never really armed them with the information that they need or the tools that they need to behave like consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're, if you're looking at buying car insurance, you know, you can check the ratings of the insurance agencies and you can ask your friends and family what experiences they've had, um, you know, with, with claims processing um, there isn't a lot of that information out there, but you can certainly also go online and get a quote you know, for your insurance. Um, and there are not quite identical, but somewhat similar tools out there that will enable you to easily get um, an estimate for your prescription drug or um, a dental service. You know, that, that information is a little bit more readily available. And if we can get employees and and other individuals to take that first step at looking at price and starting to think about making a decision, you know, or making a real educated choice rather than just automatically going with what they're told, that's a step in the right direction.
0: I read an article recently about how, I think it was Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina released a bunch of um, price information, and, you know, the providers around the area said, yeah, nothing's really changed, and a lot of the feedback was that people didn't even know what to make of the information. So if it's out there and and we're able to do that, how do we get them to use it, understand it, and then engage with it in the way that they need to.
1: Well, I think there's a, a level of education and communication that has to go on before we even get to that step. I mean, I, I know you you've read the stories about the lack of healthcare literacy in this country, and when people don't understand concepts like deductibles and copays, how you can expect them to, you know, be able to compare um, and contrast cost and quality information, you know, it, it just doesn't add up. So there's a, a basic level of education that's needed. Again, when you're talking about healthcare, care, you know, this is something very personal to everybody. I mean, this is your life and your health you're talking about, and it's also your pocketbook. You know, to the extent that you're sharing relative cost information, it helps to put it in a context of, you know, almost storytelling, like using testimonials to the extent that you can. Saying, you know, for example, um, you know, I needed knee surgery. I made use of this service that my employer provided, and there was a $20,000 difference across three different hospitals for that procedure. You know, within the same network, within the same geography, you know, I was able, I was going to go here, but instead I went here, and I was able to save $10,000. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of making it real, making it tangible, I think, helps tremendously. I don't know about you, but when I know when I read magazine articles, I always kind of skim them for the little vignettes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, it just makes it more interesting. And, you know, let's face it, you know, be- benefits and, and health care is A, very complicated, and B, very boring for those people to the extent that you can you know, make it more personal and engaging, um, the further we'll get with this education process.
0: There are a number of transparency tools out there. What are you seeing that's effective in moving the dial of consumer engagement?
1: So, I mean, there are certainly a number of organizations out there that are providing advocacy and transparency services. Um, we, of course, are one of them. With some of the organizations such as our own, it's open to everybody. It's, it's vendor agnostic, um, and, and the beauty of, of ours is that it's not just an online tool, which a number of them are. There's a person at the end of the phone. You can call back that person if you have a question at some other time. Um, there's more flexibility in the service hours. And we're drawing on a lot of different data sources and that, that's, I think, where the InsureTech comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, It's a combination of a proprietary database actually picking up the phone and calling, you know, hospitals in, in my geographic area if I have to have knee surgery. And we provide a report to the employee um, or individual that says, okay, say for example, again need knee surgery I want this one particular surgeon I could have the procedure done at one of three hospitals here is the quality rating for each of those hospitals here is the cost of those you know procedures at the three hospitals and we literally did have a case where in the same geographic area in the same network there was a $20,000 range in price mm-hmm. using the same surgeon but at three different hospitals you know there are several um, tools online where you can do some um, you know, price shopping for a particular prescription. And its I find it absolutely fascinating the, the range in cost for the same prescription, you know, from pharmacy to pharmacy to big box to, um, you know, your your private pharmacy down the street, insurance versus no insurance versus a discount card. Um, you know, I think this is really eye-opening once you start playing around with these.
0: Do you find um, in your work that you get a lot of engagement in this?
1: Um, Still a process. Mm A lot of our clients, you know, came to us because they were very old school and very hands-on, and their employees were used to calling the benefits department and asking questions, Mm -hmm. and... No. In this day and age, the benefits department typically has a lot more on their plate, and while they would love to provide that level of support to their employees, they have bigger fish to fry. Right. Uh, so it makes sense to outsource that kind of um, process. But, you know, we're we're a little higher than the, the industry average in terms of um, engagement level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're seeing, um, you know, an average employee savings of almost two hundred dollars per procedure, and the employer is saving almost twice that across the board.
0: How are brokers becoming more engaged in cost transparency discussions?
1: Well, you know, I'm certainly seeing more and more brokers um, going out on site to um, their clients and and holding meetings with the employees. Um, so, you know, certainly any any level of support that can be provided and that is, is ideal it's a shift in selling you're not selling to the client you're selling to the employee mm-hmm. so there's there's still an element of, of sales and then we you know, we we've, we've we in the industry have been saying for years that the, the way to get employees um, or individuals to focus on benefits is to market to them to sell to them you know not just you know provide options and you know hope for the best um, so to the extent that you know they can focus on you know selling um, a service or selling the benefits of a service to the employees you know everyone benefits and particularly I know one of your questions was around self insurance I mean mm-hmm. organizations that are self-insured probably have the most to gain you know with this Kind of information out there, <laughs> because as the employees say so. Do they? And I, I think many, you know, employers don't know where to start either. So if if the broker can come to them and say, you know, we can all benefit um, by the cost saving that might be generated by using a service like this. You know, have you considered looking into it? Um, there are some options.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I wouldn't necessarily wait for, you know, the client to come to them.
0: How can employees begin to have these conversations with providers?
1: You know, in, in an ideal world, um, you know, we'd see providers being a little more sensitive to costs um, and willing to, you know, at least address alternatives. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think in today's environment, you know, certainly... You know, as a provider, you, you don't know what your patient's insurance coverage is. Um, you know, that's handled by the back office. <laughs> you know, your focus is, is on the person's health. So I, I think part of it is, is educating the individual to ask the right questions, like, okay, your doctor says you need knee surgery, um, you know, you as the patient Shouldn't, shouldn't just say, okay, you should be asking questions like, you know, why, um, is there an alternative we can try first, you know, I have budget concerns, um, you know, how can we work around that, mm-hmm. at to, least to start the conversation and increase awareness on the provider's part. Where do we go from here? You know, I've been in the business for almost 40 years, and you know, every five years or so, there's the new magic bullet. You know, back back in the when I first started working, everything was an indemnity plan, mm-hmm.
0: and
1: and then it was ooh, managed care is going to be the solution, or mm-hmm. HMO is going to be the solution, and consumer-directed plans are going to be the solution, and it's like it's not it's not going to be just one plan design. It's not going to be just. One part of this big puzzle, it's you know, it's, it's not the employers that are going to solve it, it's not the providers who are going to solve it, it's not the insurance companies that are going to solve it, it's everybody mm-hmm. um, you know, doing their part. And we're moving in the right direction, we're just not there yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do you think we need to do to get there?
1: Well, you know, I'm encouraged at the... Level of conversation I'm hearing now about educating the public into becoming real consumers. I, I think finally the light is dawning that, you know, increasing cost sharing and, and pushing more onto the individual, you, you, we've probably hit that wall that we can't do much more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other things we need to do. Um, and it's not again it's not going to be just plan design because that's not going to really change behavior in order to change behavior there has to be a level of understanding and you know it just seems to me that in the past year or two in particular we're just seeing more and more stories about uh, the lack of healthcare care literacy and you know, the, re- the reason high-deductible plans with HSAs are failing is a lack of, you know, consumerism or true consumerism or lack of understanding about how these plans work. So I think now that that conversation has started, that is in, in the, you know, huge step in the right direction. You know, when when the ACA put um, summaries of benefits and coverage in, you know, that was, Maybe a misguided step, but that was, you know, maybe the first step in that direction, um, you know, to to help, you know, get employees or individuals thinking about, ooh, I can compare between options. Mm -hmm. You know, in that case, it's comparing between coverage options. Now we have to take it down a level to comparing um, service options.
0: Any final thoughts?
1: Well, you know, my, my personal soapbox is the healthcare literacy, which you probably picked up on. You know, we, we buy healthcare services without even thinking about the price, I and mean, when you have a prescription, you, you go to the drugstore closest to you, even though, you know, the one across the street might actually be less expensive. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's just something that we're not conditioned to think about. So, you know, the more all of the elements of this industry can work together to get people thinking about that. Um, and you know, I think we'll we'll start seeing the change in the
0: right direction. That was Kim Bucky of Direct Path, talking with us about healthcare, cost transparency, and employee engagement. Thanks for listening to Councilcast, the podcast of the Council of Insurance Agency Brokers.